The Mitchell's Front Page Podcast is brought to you by Geelong Bank. Listen live on 94.7 The Pulse, Mondays and Tuesdays from 9 till 11. We've got Nick Hayes on the line from Media Stable. This is a, an interesting issue that's divided a lot of people. Gladys Berejiklian has uh, decided to stop doing those daily media conferences, and I can sort of see both sides of the argument. Someone here at the station said it's a nice and refreshing change to not see these constant COVID updates on our screens, particularly in the news, every night. But I do feel a bit of concern for what happens if you don't have the Premier talking every day, what would be replaced. Um, and, of course, you get a bit of a vacuum there. And I see that the Labour... Uh, opposition leader Chris Minns has decided to come out and he's now saying he's going to be doing a media conference at 11 o'clock this morning, which would be when Gladys would normally do it. So, Nick, good morning. Thanks for being on the program. Yes, good morning, Mitchell. And it is an interesting situation, isn't it? And uh, and I, too, I think I'd see it both sides as well. I think the main thing that uh, I think most people that uh, have been watching either of any of the premiers when they're doing their COVID updates, uh, there's always a little bit of politics that's played in it. And I think, obviously, during a pandemic, we really want it to be concentrating around the health issues, not so much the political issues. But uh, I feel that the New South Wales people are missing out on their leader. They're, uh, a lot of them look to their leader for, for hope, for leadership, for, for, for giving them some confidence that they're actually going to get out of this. And uh, I think Gladys has made the wrong choice here. Big time people are looking for leadership, but also there's a lot of politics going on. As you said, a lot of chess speeding, a lot of state v federal and state v state. And the Daniel Andrews press conferences down here, they can be a real marathon going on often for well and truly over two hours every single day. Yeah, they, they can be. And for the for the audiences, for the people that are looking for them, um, you know, we probably have never really been uh, following press conferences as, as we have so closely with the COVID-19. Uh, we've never been in a position like this. And, and a lot of people will be saying, well, they're just boring, they're tedious, a lot of silly questions being asked. And is this the best use of our leader's time? And I think that's where Gladys has just put herself forward to say, look, I can be using this time in a better way. Uh, instead of actually fronting the media, I'll, uh, I'll put them up on videos. But I, I think she has a responsibility to the people and the people are actually saying, look, you know, while not as many are probably watching them as closely as they have been in the, in the complete lockdowns and the lockdowns of, well, even warming up to one, they are looking to them for leadership and there is a sense of confidence that comes from each leader when they're presenting uh, to the, the questions of the journalists. And the journalists at the end of the day, Mitchell, they represent us in many ways because they're just holding the government to account. And especially here in Victoria with Parliament not sitting as often as it is, Daniel Andrews has made the point in his media conferences that, well, actually the scrutiny comes a lot of the time from the journalists rather than the opposition. Yes, certainly. And, you know, an opposition, and let's have a look around the country. Most of the oppositions that the states have are fairly weak. They're not going, they don't have numbers, and particularly in Western Australia, where there's only two Liberal members that can potentially go up against uh, the uh, government of the day. Uh, there's a couple of nationals as well, but they are fairly weak and really insignificant in comparison to the media. And the journalists are asking the questions that are needed to be asked for the people that are actually consuming that media. So uh, they are a very important part of holding the governments to account. So what do you think will happen in New South Wales if Gladys isn't coming out and doing these media conferences? What fills that vacuum? I see Labor is already coming out and they're saying they're going to do their own media conference. Is that how it's going to work? Will that play off well for the opposition? It, it will, 
But and it and it won't. I mean, the opposition is still going to always be the opposition. I think these videos, the way that they're going to be producing them, they're going to be very constructed. They're going to be um, set in a way that you know there is no way that that anything can uh, go against the government. She can be very clear with the decisions, and and as can the health professionals be very clear with what they're saying. But they won't be answering those pesky questions from journalists at the end, which uh, really does throw them. A lot of these health professionals, they're not me. Media professionals. They're not the best media trained people going around. And that's what sort of, I think, fuels the fire as far as media goes, that sometimes they do catch a few of the health professionals that are off message or aren't actually delivering uh, something that is completely true. So uh, you're, uh, you're sort of damned if you do and damned if you don't. But I, I just think from the Premier's perspective, she needs to front up. She needs to really uh, respect those that she's trying to protect and respect those that are trying to fight this COVID-19 and also to represent because as much as it might be an hour of her time or in some cases two hours, it's still time that she represents the people and the people need that confidence and hope from her. Would you say that uh, Daniel Andrews and Brett Sutton are probably amongst the best in terms of state politicians and state health officials at batting away those questions with ease? I mean, they must have had a lot of media training. Indeed, they have. And uh, and Dan Andrews, your Premier, has really done well. I mean, a lot of people will say they were frustrated by seeing him all the time, but they're probably more frustrated around the situation. But, you know, Dan Andrews, 120 straight press conferences, you know, that's a marathon for anyone. And, and Dan does it pretty well, as does your Chief Health Officer. Look, generally right across the country, all of them have done very well. But I suppose what they're looking for is a new COVID, new situation that we're in and let's get past this. And it might be what leads the way for other state governments to do. I just think it's too early. I don't think that they can be doing it. I don't think Gladys should be doing this right now. And I don't think you'll see any of the other premiers around the country following her lead. Yeah, I think once we get to 80% doubly vaxxed, that might be a good time to start to step away. Would you agree? Yeah, absolutely. I mean, that's the time, that's the benchmark that we've been given and that's when the confidence will be kicked in and then it will be strictly health and not so much political. So, yeah, that's a, that's a really good benchmark to kick off from. Well, thanks so much for being on the program. Appreciate your insights as always. Thank you, Mitchell. Nick Hayes there from Media Stable. The Mitchell's Front Page Podcast is brought to you by Geelong Bank. Listen live on 94.7 The Pulse, Mondays and Tuesdays from 9 to 11. Or search for Mitchell's Front Page on Facebook, Twitter, Instagram, or wherever you get your podcasts.